internets. My name is Johnny Womack. Of course, I've got my main man, Deuce. What's going on, brother? What's going on, man? We are the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce, where twice weekly podcast dropping on Tuesdays and Fridays for your listening pleasure. And every single episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce starts off with the good old Deuce salute. Yes, sir. In stereo this week. I nice. like it, brother. Cheers, good time. man. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to those drinking at home. Of course... Uh, of your your age, you know, eighteen. Drink if, responsibly. Drink responsibly is what yeah. we're saying. We know we don't condone uh, uh, underage drinking, but hey, if you're drinking your sodas and your teas and whatever, hey, all power to you. So uh, we're, of course we're uh, we're drinking our uh, good old natty Net- natty light, the the working person's the beer, the working man's beer, the working man's beer. So that's what we're drinking tonight. No, it's my inner frat boy. That's all it is. <laughs> that's all like it is, it's yeah. just my inner frat boy. That's exactly. all it is. And Deuce, we love to have uh, special guests with us. Yes, we do. And we're a huge supporter. We, I think, I, if I counted correctly, we've done thirty plus cosplay guests we've had on we our have. show. Uh, and we're a huge proponent of the cosplay community. We we support it. We love it. We think it's amazing how people have their craft and their talent and be able to show that off, uh, literally on their sleeves, which is really cool. Yeah. We're very lucky to have the amazing. Ultra Girls cosplay, of course. Uh, that is Sophie and Sissa. Welcome to the uh, happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. Hi. Hi. Thank you. Awesome. I first I want to ask, like, uh, this is probably a very typical question. Like, how long have you guys known each other? You've been friends a while. Like, how did you get together? Uh, we've known each other for probably ten years now, maybe more. Is it yeah. close to? Getting close to. Close to ten years. Yeah. We were friends before cosplay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. Awesome. And like, were you guys cosplaying um, separately and then just kind of got together and decided to cosplay together? How did that work? Um, I actually, uh, me and Sissa, started cosplaying first um, when I was really young in middle school. And then when I met Sophie, I took her to her first convention, and that's when we started doing cosplays together. Changed my life. <laughs> well, cosplay is awesome. It's, it's a great way to kind of, it's a way to express yourself as well. And also... It's just fun to kind of, Deuce and I always say when we go to conventions, it's great to kind of meet people that love what you love. It's really awesome yeah. to kind of geek out, you know, if you're wearing something that you put a lot of work into, people not acknowledge that, notice that. They're like, hey, that's really cool. And they call you by your character name. Big, you know, you get a natural high and all that. It's really cool. Uh, my wife and I cosplay for fun, but uh, it's it's just, it's really cool because you get to be someone else for a day, you know, and it's uh, it, you kind of get that that good uplifting feeling when you meet someone else. You yeah, know? yeah, which sure. is really cool. Do you guys remember what your first cosplay, like separately, like do you remember what your first cosplay was? Mine, I didn't know what <laughs> cosplay was. So okay. since it was taking you to this convention, it's going to be awesome, dress up. And I was like, like I'd seen it on TV, but I didn't know it was like a thing. So I put on an old race car girl Halloween costume from Spirit. Mm, yeah. It was it was kind of a mess, but people there were so awesome. Like they were trying to figure out who I was or make up names for me and I was like these people. Yeah. They're good people. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was Kagome from Inuyasha. That was my first oh, cup. We have it. photos of that on our page. We don't need to see. <laughs> it's not that great. And your page uh for those at home, how do people find you on the internet? Um Ultra Girls Cosplay Sophie and Sissa. Awesome. And then the the Ultra Girls Cosplay is pretty much your main handle for for Instagram and and it's it's uh, forward slash on the Facebook facebook.com forward slash Ultra Girls Cosplay as well, and then mm-hmm. on your Twitter it's like uh, different. It's like a UCG something like that. UGC. It's UGC. Ultra Girls Cosplay. Yeah, like shortened. Right. It's easier. Twitter doesn't allow you to have all that. Space. Right, right, right. So they go definitely go in there. Folks listening at home and uh, check them out. Um, and your Instagrams are really really cool because it's got all the photos there like in in in, in a row and all that stuff and. 
I uh, it's funny. We Deuce and I, we were like, Deuce, tell me, like, yeah, we're gonna have the Ultra Girls on and all that stuff. And I noticed you guys do a lot of live video stuff, which is really cool. Uh, when did yeah. you guys start doing that? Um, actually, just the past couple months, we've started trying to get it more into that. Facebook's really pushing the live. Yeah. And so um, we really want to get into that. We've slowed down. We need to get back to where we were doing yeah. that with <laughs> discussions about hot topics in the cosplay community and stuff, too. I think it's really neat, too, because you can do it literally from your phone. Like, people can be like, yeah, that's scaring the shit out of me. Because <laughs> that button's at the upper left-hand corner anytime I open Facebook, and I'm like, I'm going to be drunk as fuck and turn this on. And then I'm going to put the phone down, and it's going to be me live streaming, like, playing, like, Halo or something, calling people, you know, a motherfucker. And I'm like, oh, there goes all my listeners, you know. <laughs> it's happened. There's a whole Facebook page now dedicated to people's live streams where they've accidentally live streamed. Like, and live stream fails, basically? Oh, yeah. oh yeah, dude, yeah. I'm going to be all there. I'm going to be front page before this thing said dud, because one night I'm going to hit that button and just forget about it and then just go off on people. <laughs> That's funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> But I love, I, I was watching um, some of your videos, and it's really cool how you guys have, like, different discussions on the cosplay community. But also, the, one of the biggest topics that you both are very passionate about is cosplay is not consent. And, like, just wanted to get your, you know, your uh, Cliff Notes version of that video. Like, what, what your thoughts are on the whole cosplay is not consent. It's just, it's crazy to me that we still have to, like approach it and talk about it like I feel like it should be common sense and I think we've been fairly lucky like our incidents have just been like you know awkward yeah like <laughs> dick pics on Facebook you know things like that or someone randomly coming up and like just you don't know them and they just put their arms around you and you're just like and they uh, smell awful I don't know who this is <laughs> but um I think we've been pretty lucky I do know some cosplayers who have had a lot worse happen to them so it's one of those things like I keep telling people just keep talking about it the more we talk about it it becomes common yeah, and that's the funny thing, and, and, and I apologize, but it, it, it seemed like a year or two, like, this was the big hot-button issue was, like, cosplay is not consent, and I'm like, it's been two years, guys, like, did you yeah. not get the fucking memo? Like, what, no. you know, I don't but get it. But it's, uh, it's not just in cosplay. I mean, if people do it all the time everywhere. It's just in cosplay, um, I guess people get in that environment where they feel like they know everybody because we're all geeking out, and I'm dressed as a character that you know, so you feel like you can talk to me a certain way, and we just gotta get the point across that's not how it is like where yeah. people inside those costumes <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean and, and that's the thing is that the main issue really because we we talk to male cosplayers as well it happens to them not as often but it does happen to male cosplayers as well it does it does and we were mm -hmm. talking to them and they said the main thing is is the bubble because everyone has like a personal bubble and personal space bubble. personal space bubble like once you enter that personal space bubble that's when it gets really awkward like and also uh, we've talked to other people as well they're like you know it never hurts to ask for a hug right the worst yeah. that you could say is no i'm sorry you know or my, whatever whatever you want to say but it doesn't hurt to ask you know what i mean mm -hmm. or uh, usually what i do and this is like my my uh way of saying hi or support i support what you do without really being in your bubble is i give out for a high five because you most people are usually receptive for a high five back like yeah. hey awesome work and it shows you like hey i'm you know i'm, I'm acknowledging you but i'm not breaking your you know personal space <laughs> so that's kind of what i do to yeah. you know awesome. i'm more open to that for sure I mean, yeah. again yeah if like someone I'm, we have people who are like can i give you a hug and that's like thank you for asking normally i will get say yes just because you asked because right. the amount of people that just come up and grab you uh the convention i was at the other week i won't say names um <laughs> someone we know who i you know trust slid his hand down my back while he had his arm around me like i was like oh it's fine and then he slid down and i was like Ooh. that yeah. went no. to the not fine area yeah not fine yeah and i think guys sometimes have it like even worse just because girls a lot of guys are like they know they're like okay we're gonna get called out 
But girls, like when they fangirl, oh my god, scary. <laughs> I've seen male cosplayers just get ambushed. Yeah, so. and that's a thing that people need to talk about too. Is like the same stuff happens to men. Like in the cosplay community, yeah. a lot of times men are just like so understated. Yeah, not- because I mean, in the cosplay community, because I cosplay very little, not anywhere at the level you guys do, because you guys are phenomenal, um, and nowhere near probably the level even Johnny and his wife do. But like when you go to these events, it seems like there's way less men cosplayers than there are women cosplayers. So because of that. I think it kind of puts you maybe in the spotlight a little bit more. And it also, like you said, it makes girls want to fangirl more, especially if they see, like, me in my Captain Mal costume or, you know, like certain characters people are, like, really attached to. So when they see them, you know, they they are attracted to that more and it maybe makes them do things they wouldn't do normally. Plus they think it's a safe space kind of, so they maybe cross bounds. I also think there's that whole thing where it's, like, you know, people think of men, like, women are these, you know, like, I don't know how to say it, like, as a man, people don't think you can be sexually harassed. You know what I mean? Like if a hot girl comes up and grabs you and you were like, hey, don't do that. People are like, what's wrong with you? And that's not fair either. Like right. you have personal space as well. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think people see the girls in the skimpy costumes and so they just think automatically like, oh, everybody's, you know, looking at them. But, you know, guys too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have our friend um, Michael Brown. He uh, cosplays a lot, but he's in the military. And so he told us he thought it was interesting from his point of view that when he wears very military outfits, it's almost like uh, in a respect thing that most yeah. people don't get in his bubble because they're already seeing him like in a you know like a, a Starbucks uh, or not Starbucks but a, uh, Apollo he, from Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. He's got his whole suit on and everything, and, and he does Captain America, but like right. in the dress uh, greens. Right. So I mean, he does a lot more military stuff. Yes. So And you're right because people treat him differently in that than like. When I'm in Captain Mao, I think people treat me completely differently. Because his character, Captain yeah. Mao, is a lot more, you know, charismatic and yeah. like, you know. So that also, I think, has something to do with it as well. Because people, especially if you do a really good job of uh, portraying the character, people kind of think you are the character. They kind of yeah. forget. They lo- momentarily lose that, you know, in their brain. They're like, oh, wait a minute. You know, that's, you know. And, and they also think that's a respect thing, too. It's like, it never hurts to ask. I think no, that's one of the main problems, main things is, yeah. like, ask before you do anything. And like I said, a good old high five goes a long way. I mean, I love high fives. High fives are cool. Um, but uh, I'll we, even give you a low three. A low three. There you go. <laughs> uh, uh, also, uh, whenever we talk to people that, you know, do you guys prefer the term? You guys prefer the term cosplayer, but also people call it costuming as well. Do you guys uh, do all your stuff in-house or do you have friends that help you? Like, how does that work when you guys have an idea for a uh, cosplay? Most of it's in-house. We, yeah. If we don't know how to do something, we try to learn ourselves. Maybe we'll reach out for some help. Now, my uh, Bologna sword was made by Brotherhood Props. Mm-hmm. We did a collaboration on that cosplay. Yeah, and we love to collaborate. Like, there's a lot of things that um, sometimes I just won't do it because I'm like, ah, that's going to take me a long time. So I love to commission. I love my artist friends. If I have something that I know they're really good at, I'll probably ask one of them. And, um, of course, we'll, we pay to get our stuff done just like everyone else. And then we make the rest of it. So... Yeah, um, just like a mixture. Depends on the costume. Awesome. <laughs> oh, appropriately. Yeah. <laughs> so, now, you guys, the great thing about the two of you is you're a tandem, and that's that's kind of unique. Like, what was, do you remember what the first, like, tandem cosplay, like, you both went to the same convention. Do you guys remember what that, what your first cosplay was together? Soren and Sarkin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. From Magic the Gathering, we did an oh, event. Oh, awesome. Yeah, and we did Magic the Gathering characters, and that was the first time someone ever asked us to make a specific costume that we hadn't decided to do ourselves. So it was kind of a challenge, and we didn't really have a lot of um, experience making yeah. some of the costume things 
some of the things involved in the costume. I really kind of want to remake it and like compare now to then. Yeah, but it was really fun. Yeah. Well, that's what's great about, especially like social media, you're able to go back and look and see like two or three years ago, like what you were. And then you, it's great to see the improvement. Like the, you know, hey, I've gotten better and I'm, I've, I've learned things from other people and my techniques have changed and you just get more confident in your craft. And I think that's a really great thing to kind of go back to see where you were before to where you are now. And, you know, uh, a lot of a lot of artists uh, that I know what they do is they, they go, all right, something they drew or painted like four or five years ago, they'll redo it again and see how they've changed. And I think that's kind of neat in the cosplay world to do the same thing. We know our, our one of our friends, uh, Dana Karakwood, she's she's going through and going back and looking at her old cosplays and like touching them up and changing them and adding them, you know, to the different things that she knows how to do. So it's kind of neat, you know, in the cosplay world, you can yeah. do the same thing because I mean, it cosplay is art. I mean, it is. It's that's that's what I usually consider it as art form. It's an expression of yourself, and you're literally wearing your geekdom on your sleeves, right? Uh, and it's like you know, let that nerd flag fly. You know, it's always a phrase I like yeah. to use because it's you go to a convention. Now, you ladies are are in Kansas, right? You're in the Midwest, so we're in Florida. So it's yeah. a. I was kind of curious how the cosplay community is in because you travel as well, but like in the Kansas area, like how how is that cosplay community uh, as opposed to other places you've been? Wichita is a smaller community. Um, we spend a lot of our time in Kansas City um, since it's just a three-hour drive away, and a lot of the cons that we go to are centered around there, just because that's where most of them are. And it's crazy yeah. there. It's so fantastic. Good. It's like um, Allie Smith. She owns Little Apple Comic Con, and she runs Kansas City Cosplay and Photography. She is like kind of one of the leaders of that community, and it is just—I mean, it's two thousand people deep, and everybody's helping each other. It's incredible. And like, we went to Ohio this year. They were awesome there. Iowa. Uh, we went as far as Savannah last year. And it, they're all just a little bit different, but I think the Midwest is kind of one. So, like, yeah. you know, Iowa and um, even Ohio. We keep running into the same people. Um, so, and everybody's so friendly when you see them again. It's like having yeah. a family everywhere you go. I love that. No, and we, and we love it here, too, because a big thing w with our show is we want a place for uh, cosplayers to come where they can kind of have a, a, have a form and, like, a... a a stage, if you will, to kind of like present themselves and kind of a way to put a spotlight on them because our, our good friend Danica Rockwood, she was nice enough when she came on to tell us, she was like, you know, guys, I'm really excited about doing this because for a lot of people, this is going to be the first time they've heard my voice. Like they've seen my cosplay and they've seen my pictures, but they don't, they don't know what I sound like as a person or know anything about me as a person. So we, we always have kind of tried to use this as like a safe space for cosplayers to come and talk about their events and kind of express themselves, but also so your fans can know more about you as a cosplayer and as a person, and the same thing with our fans too. Yeah, I think that's really important too because, like, I uh, I teach a social media marketing class, and one time one thing I'm always telling people is like your audience needs to know you. It can't just be like like if we were posting every day, just you know, super you know, Photoshop heavy photos of us every day then no one's going to care because they don't know who we are. Whereas if we have silly videos or like our cats or selfies, you right. know, it tells a story and people feel like they can connect with you better. Right. Yeah. I just get big responses on the photos where I'm like, this is my favorite thing. What's your favorite thing? And yeah. people love to talk about stuff on your profile and things like that. Get to know you. Yeah, and also it, it humanizes you too because you're not just a, a picture. You know, you're like, oh my gosh, these people are living, breathing people that you can actually like, hey, know and learn who they are, and you become friends with these people. And I think that's what's so cool is like a lot of our other friends are like, 
they'll see a fan that's at a convention, and then their fa- the fans actually know have connections with other people, and they are able they're able to help them get pieces and different things that you know swords and whatever they couldn't get. So it's like you said earlier, it's like a family. It really is like a circle Where of people. They all people. work together. Yeah, yeah, it's really really neat. Um, I wanted that's to like- talk. Yeah, go ahead. Oh no, you're fine. <laughs> I wanted I, one of my favorite cosplays that the two of you did. I think was if I was looking at Instagram, was that Planet Comic Con? Is that right? Where you guys did like the Princess Peach and the uh, uh, Rosalina uh, Gunners? That was a really cool idea. How did you guys come up with that? We didn't. I actually yeah. found the art um, a while ago at Skirts. Um, so it's spelled like skirt, and then it has Z, Z, Z. It's three Zs. She's amazing. And she's on DeviantArt, and she does all of these crossover um, characters. So I saw the Final Fantasy with the princesses, the and gunners. I said that would be so much fun to make. And so after we did it, she even like featured us on her, on her page and stuff. She's so nice. Yeah, she was awesome. Yeah, they were just beautiful pieces of art that we were like, yeah. All of her yes. is really nice. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it really cool. It's really cool too because like you guys take pictures of you like at the actual like conventions too. So you kind of get to see the live atmosphere as well. Like you both are just holding up the guns or whatever. And also, I think it's neat too that you uh, made the zapper. Uh, Where did you get the zapper? Is that like a, a you found that or what? What'd you do with the zapper? Just, uh, <laughs> one of those like old duck hunter guns. Yeah. I found it on eBay and then just uh, painted it. It no. looks great, and I love the pink. And then, what was it? The uh, the it's the Wemo the Wemo zapper yeah. Yeah, whatever the gun, yeah, like from the Link archery game or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, that's really neat too. And uh, but when you guys come up with an idea for a cosplay, how does that work? Do you like outline it, or is it something that you both kind of just sit down together, or is it like, oh wait, I have an idea, and let's see if it works? How does how does that work from when you start with an idea to fruition? It starts with a lot of, oh my gosh, I need to cosplay this. Oh my gosh, we need to cosplay this. And then we like, we have to make lists because we Mm -hmm. have so many. And some are like you said, like tandem, like where they go together. And some are ones we just want to do. So we kind of have to just like, like right now, uh, Sis is working on her Smite costume uh, beneath. That way we'll be able to do those together. And then we have a couple more. I don't know. We're kind of just, you know, we're going to do this. Yeah. (laughs) And we do, I do a lot of like outlining, like I put... I will write down each part of the costume and what I think I'm going to make it out of. And then um, as I get more serious, I start to kind of fine tune and draw it out. Yeah. Yeah, because even like the more like simplistic, and I use that term vaguely because obviously everything is has attention to detail to it. But like even something like the Scooby Doo, like the Velma and the Daphne is awesome. That's phenomenal. It looks fantastic. Like that, I mean. And you guys were able to like fit like all right, this is who? How did you decide who you guys were going to be, or was that easy from day one? Like I'm going to be Velma, I'm going to be Daphne. Like she had already done a Daphne. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. Like viral, like people thought. Yeah, she- everyone loved it. And funny thing is, the only reason I made a Velma costume was because my work was having a Halloween thing, and they picked Scooby Doo as the theme, and everybody made me be Velma because my hair was short. It is short again. Yeah. But uh, so I decided to do, you know, Velma. And I was like, well, I'll just, you know, get the costume together. And then I posted a couple of pictures online like, yeah, work party. And everyone loved it. So I decided to actually do it as a cosplay. That's and awesome. we didn't even know that the Apocalypse comic was coming out when we first did that. And then I was kind of mad because I was like, we could have done it like exactly from yeah. the Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to redo it. Yeah. <laughs> it's really neat. And also, both of you play games, right? Video games? Uh, do, you, do you have a preference like console, PC, or both? console um i was i was an xbox fan and then i was a playstation fan and now i'm an xbox fan again so i'm kind of like a yeah wishy-washy i've always been xbox i've never really been playstation um i do some pc i love a lot of like uh well i love world of warcraft and i love a lot of like sid meyer's like civ games 
I'm really into those. I would do PC <laughs> if my laptop would actually run anything PC. Like, I can barely run Plants vs. Zombies, and that's upsetting. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, because I asked, because uh, you talked about uh, Smite earlier, and that game is awesome. It's a really <laughs> fun game. Um, and it's, for those at home that don't know, it's it's kind of like a, I would almost equate it to like a third-person MOBA. It's almost very MOBA-like. Uh, but it's, it's easy. Like of Legends, but better. Right. Yeah. Well, it's really good, and it's easy to pick up and play too. It's not. There's not a big barrier to entry. Like it, it gives gives you the tutorial. You go through it. I play the Rock character, by the way. Uh, and that's for those at home. That's the magic based character. Um, and there's so many different classes and the different s the skins you can get for them and all that. And it and it, everything you do rewards you with something. You know, coins and all that stuff. Or I forget what they call the coins in the game, but uh, really, really neat. And you did the was it Balana um, character. That was awesome because, uh, like that 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 armor looks fantastic. And you said you had some help with the armor on that one. No, I so the armor and the costume I did myself. I collaborated with. Uh, we both are collaborating with, but um, Brotherhood Props. Yeah. So they came to me and they were like, "Hey, we want to make you a weapon." And I was like, "Well, I'm making this costume." And so we did. It. And they're making Sis's Neath bow as well. Yeah, but, I'm working on Neath right now. Yeah. So it should oh, be done. That's awesome. I'll be wearing it the weekend, like September 17th and 18th. It should be. Ready to go. Should be. <laughs> yeah, but yes, you, you guys are, you guys are going to the Geek Gathering, and show, and that's the Geek Gathering, right? At during yeah. that time. Yeah. Because yeah. you guys can go on, people can go on your Facebook page and actually look at your upcoming events because you posted a schedule uh, with your upcoming events as well, so they can go see you at your at the conventions. Well, Johnny, what other events do they have? Well, they have other events going on. Uh, like we said, uh, se September 17th through the 18th, they're going to be uh, the cosplay guests at the Geek Gathering in Sheffield, is Alabama. Uh, and then November 5th to the 6th, uh, there'll be panelists um, at the Rocky Mountain Con in Denver, Colorado. And then November 12th to the 13th, cosplay guests at Air Capital Comic Convention in Wichita, Kansas. So definitely uh, go check them out. And also, if you're wanting to book them for any appearances, uh, you can email them, ultragirlscosplayyahoo.com. So awesome. tell them the happy hour with Johnny Deuce sent you as well. So we're going to take a small break, and uh, we'll be right back with the Ultra Girls and the Happy Hour with Johnny and Nick. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by... RetroGameTreasure.com Get real retro games for the old school consoles you love delivered to your door every month. They have consoles like the NES, Super Nintendo, Genesis, PlayStation 1, Game Boy, Game Boy Advanced, and more. Tell them the type of games you like and what games you already own so you don't get duplicates. You even get a wish list. It's not a rental service. And best yet, you keep the games. Use promo code HAPPYHOUR and save $2 off your first month. Learn more at RetroGameTreasure.com and don't forget to tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. And we're back with a happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. Of course, my main man Deuce is right here. And guess what? You have some special news for the people I within the I do have home. some special yeah. news for you guys because uh, just to kind of one of the phrases we use is pull back the curtain. 
uh, I have been excited about this interview for a month and a half. Like, it's been on my calendar. I've been talking it up. I've been so excited to have you guys on because I found you guys on Facebook. I love your cosplay. And I, I have a tendency to be a little meek sometimes. And I'm like, there's no way in hell they're going to do our show. Like, they're just they're just way too awesome. Their cosplay is too good. They're, they're just, no way. So when you said you were going to come on, like, I've been geeking out about it for a month and a half. So... Number one, thank you again for taking the time out of you guys' busy schedule to come on and grace us with your your presence and your appearance. We really appreciate it. <laughs> and, and number two, I've got a big exciting news for all of us here. You get to be special guest on our 200th episode. Woo! Yeah. yeah, so that's exciting. Um, so cheers, brother. Cheers, cheers man. Cheers on the Hell 200th yeah. episode. Fucking a. And we're awesome. It's been, and it's, it's been a grind and a hustle to get to 200. So, so you could say this is a very ultra episode, if you will. <laughs> so <laughs> with the ultra girl cause ultra girls. I cosplay. see what you did there. So there you go. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you said you had some fancy questions for the. I for did. The, yeah. I don't know why I pulled this up today, but I actually pulled this up earlier today. That I wanted to ask him, since it's 200, we've done all these episodes, and I wanted to be a little fancy. I pulled up something from a Mr. James Lipton of Inside the oh. Actors Studio. Oh, okay. There's 10 questions he asks everybody at the end of every episode, and I wanted to ask you two ladies, because I personally think these questions always kind of get to heart of a person, and like we said, we like to be kind of a stage for you guys, so I wanted to ask these questions to you, and we're going to let each of you take a, a turn answering. The first question, what's your favorite word? Hey, I just did this on Facebook. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> Potato. Potato. <laughs> and you, ma'am? Crisp. Crisp. <laughs> that's just, okay, so if you, it's a Sissa Crisp. That'd be like your DJ name, right? Sissa Crisp? Yes. Yeah, I like that. So like if, the, if the cosplay career ever goes by the wayside, you've got, you a, you got a DJ top. or yeah. Sissa Crisp. I like that. That's cool. Crispy DJ Sissa Crisp. There you go. Potato. Hey, that's awesome. I like this questions, dude. I know. This is fun. Yeah, I really was excited about these. Yeah. What's your least favorite word? Moist. Moist. Also, moist. But there's so many people. It's like a big thing. Like no one likes the word moist. Unless it's unless it's a moist cake, because cakes needs to be. You know, when you eat it, you don't want a dry cake. You don't want a dry cake. No. No. I don't want it. You don't have to put that. If you just say cake, I'm gonna assume that it's not like. You know, the cookie. I prefer damp cake. I'm going <laughs> to ask you guys this real quick. Uh, favorite cake? Favorite type of cake? Carrot cake. Carrot cake, yum. Chocolate cake. Chocolate. I love chocolate. My mom loved red velvet cake. I can never eat red velvet cake. It was so sweet, especially with the buttercream oh. frosting on the top. Nope. I Bathroom I city. <laughs> Couldn't eat it. Like, okay. okay, Deuce. Next you're up. question. Next question. What turns you on? Hmm. I think... Humor. I love funny guys. Just if you can make me laugh, yeah. I love that. So like Chris Pratt. Woo. Well, wait. I mean, he's pretty dreamy. Yeah. We're not gonna lie. Yeah. He, I, who's I, actually I here? I love fat Chris Pratt. Yeah. I love. To, yeah. No, so to say, I don't like. No, we got to meet him because he came fat. to. He like when he's fat. We live here in Florida, and we actually live in Polk County, which is right between Tampa and Orlando. And he actually came to Haines City, and he did the, uh, the Iron Man. Iron Man thing. So we got to meet him, and he was the coolest, most personable person I think I've ever met. He's like, super chill. He, like, signed anything anybody had. He took, like, every single picture with everybody. Like, Chris Pratt is just – not only is he super funny and just a hunk of hunk of burning man. He is. Uh, <laughs> but – 
he is just the nicest, most down to earth, realest person I think I've ever met in my entire he's life. He's awesome. He's yeah. really good dude. Really, really cool. I think he's like he, he is awesome, but I don't find him attractive. And I think I'm the no. I'm a, I'm attracted. I like like the bad boy. Type yeah, thing. she's a, I like one of those. So you more like a Vin Diesel type or more of a no, probably like a like gothy guys. Yeah, like Johnny Depp kind of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she more like that. Like, like Hook that. from uh, Once Upon a Time, <laughs> kind of. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. I think maybe yeah. if if my fingers on the pulse. Yeah, she likes, like, guys in skinny jeans and eyeliner, and I like So that. she likes hipsters. <laughs> my my uh, fiancé was quite the emo boy when I met him. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> I like these questions. These, these are fun. These are interesting. <laughs> Next question. What turns you off? Hmm. Probably people that are way too into themselves. So shallow, so, stuff like that. Yeah. I don't like that. Very People, egotistical. Yeah, cockiness. Overly cocky. Like, be confident every day, but don't be like, like it's yeah. all me. Yeah. Yeah. I like people who are witty and respond quickly. I don't like it when people are just really like, you'll say something to them and they just go, yeah. I'm like. You want oh, some here. substance there. Yeah. yeah, I got some substance. Yeah. <laughs> okay, dudes, what we got next? What is your favorite curse word? Ooh. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least they're uh, they agree on that one. So they're in unison on that one. They're in unison on that one. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the c word. Also, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it. Yeah, you can say whatever you want. Yeah, whatever you feel comfortable. Totally say it. She's not American, so. Oh yeah. Cupcake. Yeah. Put it before anything. I actually thought you were going to come up with different ones because you're not American. You're English. You were born in England. Wales. Wales. Oh, Welsh. There's a big difference. Big difference. I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, but I, that's why I thought out of all of these questions, this one might be the one where you had the completely different answer, which you might have some sort of Welshish curse that you like. Like twat waffle, yeah. Yeah, that is twat. Uh, they're good words. Yeah. My mom hates the C word, and it's my favorite, so we have a disconnect yeah. there. Oh. <laughs> what sound or noise do you love? What, what? What, what sound noise? or noise do you love? I love when kittens are crying, and I know that's sad, but when you have, like, a big pile of kittens and they're all crying, yes. like, I love kittens. <laughs> or, like, when my cat, I'm a big, we're big cat people, my cat chirps, he walks around the house chirping. Yeah, I love like, it. That's weird. It's beautiful. <laughs> oh. Do you guys have any pets? I do. I have a cat, a really fat cat. He's, like, 28 pounds, and his name's Emo. I oh. have four cats and one dog. Batman, Robin, Bane, Loki, and Bear is the dog. Oh, <laughs> awesome. And the geek names, all the geek names. All the geek names. Those are cute. <laughs> what sound or noise do you hate? The sound of the the alien ships in uh, World... What is it called? War of the Worlds. I'm, I'm terrified She's of aliens and that noise. On the way back from a Dallas convention, my friends thought it would be funny to play that noise in the car. I burst out in tears. It makes me sick. <laughs> I hate the sound of when your cat is throwing up, especially when it happens oh. at 2 a.m. And you hear it, and you're just like, do Johnny I get knows that, that. I sound. know that yeah. one. Uh, yeah, I have two cats, and it's not a pleasant <laughs> sound. I don't like yeah. when uh, I don't know if you guys remember. The, remember, like the the no, the uh, notebooks where it had like the the shiny reflective notebook on the front, and you, oh. you scratch it, it makes like a <laughs> ooh every time. Like oh, it gives me goosebumps every time. Don't like that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What profession, 
other than your own cosplaying, would you like to attempt? <laughs> I've always thought about like acting, but I just don't think I'd be very good at it. Like I'm not good at remembering lines, so I'd be like, get up on you know on set, and they'd be like, Sophie Gill, when I go. <laughs> I I don't I wouldn't be able to remember lines, but I've always thought that would be so much fun. I always wanted to be a book editor just because I love to read. So the idea of just reading all day every day is awesome to me. But then I'm like, oh, that's really hard to get into. So yeah, <laughs> never mind. What profession would you not like to do? Probably anything in a cubicle. I okay. would go crazy. I'm very like all over the place. <laughs> I don't ever want to be a cashier ever again. Like, no. Yeah, that counts. Yep. <laughs> no cashiers. It, out of the ten questions, this is absolutely my favorite question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Yes, Marissa, it does look like care a lot. <laughs> Probably that. I guess I would just like him to open the doors and be like, this is for you. And there'd be thousands of baby kittens. Just oh. <laughs> jump in them. You can't hurt them. So if we roll all over them. Oh, okay. Kittens for days. Kittens for, kittens days. for days. For eternity. For eternity. <laughs> yeah. For all eternity. So there you go. Awesome. That was interesting, Deuce. We've never yeah. done that before. We've never no, done it. It's totally questions. new. It's something I've been sitting on. I've kind of had in my back pocket and I was actually saving for this interview because one of my favorite shows is inside the actor's studio with James Lipton on uh, Bravo because being a, a comedian and a, a thespian, like it's something that I learn a lot from. Like when I watch it, like I'm literally glued to the screen because I'm trying to learn as much as possible. So when he asks those 10 questions, it's always funny to see like Matthew McConaughey and like all these famous people's like what their answer is to the question. So I kind of, I, I don't know, this might be a new reoccurring thing that may happen, especially with you guys in the cosplay community. Cause like I said, I love, I love showing you guys off as much as, as it probably sounds terrible to say. Like, I love introducing you guys to our fans and then also kind of reintroducing yourself to your own fans so they can kind of know you in a way that they don't know you before because some of them only know you from their pictures or only know you from, you know, maybe a little five-minute video, not even five-minute, like a 30-second video here or a two-minute video there. But to be able to have a whole hour where they can listen and hear your thoughts and what you're thinking, like – that's what we built the show for. I mean, that and write my beer off on my taxes, but that's what we started the show for. So, you know, uh, is to do things like that, which we, we love and we adore. I think it's fantastic. You guys already, like, your questions are different than, like, anything we've ever yeah. had. So it's it's awesome. We've done a lot of Skype interviews, but they're generally the same. So, yeah, this is fun. <laughs> you try to be a little off the wall, like, a little we more do. raw, like... Just because that's the thing is like we we're literally two guys we, when we tell people what our podcast is it's literally two guys on a couch like the, yeah. we're on a couch yeah our banners above our head yeah I mean we're, we're having a couple beers you yeah. can see behind us we got a blue turtle shell uh, that our friend Angela made oh, um, yeah. we it's got so Link awesome. I mean we got I mean we're just geeks I mean we we this is what we are you know and we decided we've known each other for twenty years Deuce and I yeah. so uh, and we're like hey let's just you know we talk all the time anyways let's record it. And see people yeah. want to listen, and people are like, "Hey, you guys are entertaining, and you talk about stuff I want to hear." Yeah. So and there then you it go. Took off, and yeah, then, and then know. and then we and then the cosplay community heard about us, and they're like, "Hey, this is really cool." I I've never hey some people have never done podcasts before or never been you know this is their first time ever kind of being in that field, and because uh, 
some it's like you said earlier, it's interesting too because sometimes you find out things about people and you're like you kind of feel like you know them more. You know what I mean? You give them more of that uh, humanist humanistic character to them, the quality that you wouldn't be if you're just like oh. That's cool. You either go on the internet yeah. and see that person. That's neat. That's cool. And then you're like, oh, wow, these people like cats. This is neat. I yeah. love cats. You know what I mean? Yeah. They can connect with you on another level, which is really neat. But I also like it because, like you guys said yourselves, we're kind of just laid back, and it's more like you're hanging out and having fun with us. Because, and, and I'm not going to rat anybody out, but I've heard two separate stories from most of our cosplay f- uh, people that have been on the show where they're like, there's two types of podcasts we've been on. There's the podcast where it's the same 10 questions and it's just like, have you done this? Have you done that? What's your favorite cop? Like the same 10 questions they ask everybody. But then there's the flip side, the little bit seedier side where they say, well, we got on the podcast and they were either super sexual or they asked us like very inappropriate questions. I'm like, the fuck, dude? Like, I'm no. Like, You need to be respectful. No, yeah. I mean, these guys are taking time out of their day to be on your show. You need to be respectful. That and being disrespectful for a lady. I'm a country boy from Polk County. I don't put up with that <laughs> shit. So when I heard that, I was ready to, like, tell me their name. I'll drive my truck to their house. <laughs> so, you know, so, I mean, when I heard that, I was like, we've got to figure out a third option here. So then, you know, we, we've been loving it ever since, and it's so nice because we've got to actually, like, frame pieces from different cosplayers here because the cosplay community has kind of embraced us and loved us as, as – I guess you could say, and it's it's been it's been it's been pretty swell. Yeah, it's been really swell. It's fun too, because like we 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 also have had like writers on. We've had you yeah, know we've had comic like book uh, comic book artists, yeah. and it's really cool to kind of just like uplift people. It's like what friends do. Really good friends do. Like yeah. they uplift each other. They bring they lift each other up, and they make people happy. And that's you know we feel like we're just friends to people. And, and I think that's why yeah. all of this works. And I think it's why like. People want to come on the show because when they listen to the show, they're like, oh, this is fun. And that's why we've had, like, people from The Walking Dead on the show. Like, right. we've had, you know, all kinds of experiences I'd never in a million right. years. Right, I was yeah. blown away to have uh, Chuck Dixon on, the guy yeah. who created Bane. I mean, that was yeah. phenomenal. Like, I know we're name-dropping here. Yeah, but yeah. It well, it's the 200th episode. I mean, I mean we got to name-drop a little bit. With, yeah, but, uh, 200 episodes, it's, I think it's, you can name-drop just a little. It was really neat, though. It's kind yeah. of surreal to be able to talk to people and also to meet people we've never met before and just yeah. instantly become friends. And that and that also thinks, like, that's how it is in, like, in the art cosplay community, the co- the convention community. It's really, really neat. So Sorry, we're just rambling yeah. here. Sorry. You guys are good. Sorry, the cat is like banging on the door, so. <laughs> okay. She's yeah, no, go. no, no. Go ahead, go ahead and take care of that. No, no, no. That's totally. We're fine. sitting here like I don't know. You looked at the camera yet? I'm like, wait a minute. They might be trying to get our attention. I saw. I thought yeah, I saw. Well, she was doing the look. She was doing the side eye. Like something's going on over here that I right. need to deal with right, <laughs> right now. So. We were also saying that you guys are us. Yeah, you're like male us. Oh, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So we're the we're the uh, the ultra podcast. We're the ultra podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, no! You got to get up high because it's just too sweet. Sorry, <laughs> we're huge wrestling nerds too. So, uh, anyways, uh, so I want to talk to you guys about uh, Pokemon because obviously you're wearing a Pokemon shirt and you're wearing a Sailor Moon shirt. So you guys like anime, I assume you love anime. Now I was going through the Instagram and you guys actually did a really neat um, Pikachu Raichu combo where you both were like. Back to back. Now, Pokemon Go is out now. It's been out for since, uh, was it June 6th, I think, or July 6th? Uh, and do you guys play Pokemon Go? Yeah. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. More yeah. than I should, probably. <laughs> what, te- what teams are you on? 
instinct. I'm mystic. Oh, how does how does that work between the We're two? We're house divided. Yeah, house divided. Well, you know, instinct isn't so bad. It's not like she's Valor. Or anything. That's true. Spark is perfect. So. Hey, Team Valor for life, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, there it is. As long as you all protect Spark, it's fine. Yeah, she's I don't even know what all that means, but all I know is that I joined Valor because they're the most aggro, frat bro sons of bitches I've ever met. So I was like, these are the guys I want to party with because they're down. They're like down to get into some wild, crazy hood rat shit, and I'm down. So... I like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I'm, I'm Mystic as well, so air high five. Yay! Yay, Team Mystic. Um, and it, it's interesting, too, because, like, Pokemon Go, like, we Deuce has also said on the podcast how we've met people through Pokemon Go, and it's fascinating. Like, I'm a big well, shout I've met out. a couple of my neighbors yeah. through it that, like, I've never met before that live in my neighborhood, and I've owned my house in my neighborhood for eight years. Never met these people, but I'm walking around the weekend Pokemon Go comes out, and I'm like, Oh hey, and he's like, oh, there's a such and such over here. I'm like, awesome. I'm Deuce. I'm on the homeowners association. He's like, oh hey, my name's so and so, and this is my son, and he's six. And I'm like, oh cool. So, you know, you meet new people in your neighborhood, which you would have never met before, which I think is super, super cool. Yeah. Because yeah, in- we got a lot because of that. <laughs> in Wichita downtown, we have an area called the Keeper, um, down by the river. And the first few weeks, it's died down a little bit now, but it's still happening. But the first few weeks, like every oh night, gosh. there was like 200 people out there playing wow. music, Pokemon hunting till like 2 a.m. And the cops even ended up kind of like thanking Pokemon Go players. At first they were mad, but then all of us being there drove out the gangs and the people who would get there in graffiti and stuff. So we like kind of like saved that little area by being super Yeah, nice. and everyone was yeah. so chill because everyone just walking around playing music or on their phone and you just walk past people and they're playing like there's a detainee over there yeah. <laughs> i saw so many people i knew all the time every night that's <laughs> awesome did i tell you about the dude in the busted ass hyundai no so okay so we've got this like downtown winter haven's got this little park with like all this art and it's kind of probably what you're talking about with the keeper like there's a bunch of little pokey stops there and like people are throwing those nodes up where like the, the brings... lures yeah. yeah so anyway like i go down there and it's like my first like, the first weekend it's out, so, like, I'm super noob, and I'm, this dude had a busted-ass Hyundai. Like, the passenger side door was a different color than the whole car. Like, the hood was in primer paint, and Homeboy was blasting the Pokemon theme song at full blast, just making loops because his fat ass didn't want to get out of the car. So he's just doing loops and just spinning those little bitches, <laughs> spinning the little pokey stops because he didn't want to get out. And I'm like, this guy right here, this motherfucker... You know, yeah, I know. He's only got three hubcaps because one of his tires is a fucking donut. And he's just, just doing a circle. And I'm like, this motherfucker right here. Oh, my God. No, we were running. Uh, we were walking down the street downtown, and this van pulls up, and it's a white, like, get in my van, I've got candy kind of van. And these There's guys legendaries so inside. <laughs> <laughs> They're so scary. And this guy leans out of the window, and me and Sophie are walking by ourselves. Because we got separated from the group. And he leans out the window and he goes, hey, did you see that there was this Bulbasaur over here? And we're like, uh, uh sure. And he was like, okay, cool. And they like drove <laughs> yeah. off. And we're just like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I've had the best interactions with Pokemon Go, but also semi the weirdest. So, yeah. Yeah. like, I'm right there with you. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's brought it brought a community together, and also I'm, I'm in the same situation. My friends Chris and Amber, like, uh, all of a sudden one day I was out. My wife and I were playing uh, Pokemon Go at night, and we were walking, and this guy comes up to me. He goes, catch anything good? 
and like he knew I was playing Pokemon Go because I was doing that swiping motion we all do, and and I was like, uh, no, I think I was like a, I don't know, a Sandshrew or something or something over there, a ground Pokemon, and he's like, oh, okay, yeah, I saw that earlier. I, d- I just got a uh, a Vulpix or whatever, and I was like, oh, cool. And you immediately are like, a, you both already like Pokemon, you love Pokemon, so you're already instantly connected. So that weird like thing that when you meet someone the first time, you don't know. Like how to act, that wall is broken down, and that's yeah. a really cool icebreaker. And I think that's really neat because, like, like you said earlier, going. I mean, there's a place over in Orlando, uh, uh, Player One. Are you thinking about that? Because that's what I was thinking about. Yeah. Okay, I was yeah. gonna hit the same note that you were. The, what, the, compatico. Uh, <laughs> like, there's this video game bar. We've known each other 20 years, so we can finish each other's thoughts. Yeah. Uh, there's this video game bar in Orlando, which we love, Player One. I'm a like a founding member there. I've been a member so long. But basically, what it is, it's a video game bar. So you go and they've got the arcade cabinets and they've got a whole like LAN area that you can play in and there's big TVs behind the bar where you can play like PS4 and Xbox One and they serve like craft beer and sake and wine so it's really cool but what I love about it is when you go in that place you know that you're there with other gamers and it's kind of like and I hate to keep using the same word but it's kind of a safe space so it's like when you go in you feel safe because you're like okay I know I'm here with other nerds, and we're all nerds, and, like, that's cool. And then the other thing is you've got a jump-off point because you can walk up to somebody and be like, hey, I see you're playing uh, Smash Brothers. You want to play? Or, like, hey, I see you're playing Mario Kart. Like, let me get down on that. And also because you can play those games like those that are multiplayer and stuff, it gives you a way to do something if you're not a super talkative person to where you can interact with the person without really talking, if that makes sense. Like, if you're, like, really introverted, you might be like, it might take you all of your courage just to say, hey, can I play Mario Kart? And they're like, sure. But then you can sit there with them for an hour playing Mario Kart and then slowly get up your courage to say more things and, like, you know, make a new friend, which I think is really, really cool. And I think that's what that place breeds. That, and I love the cosplay because all the game tenders or bartenders if you will have like cosplay on so like it's a huge great environment for the cosplay community yeah. um and i just we love everything they do over there they don't cosplay. no no we have a, a bar headshots here and that's like it's a small it's smaller right um it's like their third year now or yeah yeah it's their third year now and uh they're doing pretty good and it's pretty fun they do like the little events and they've got the game cabinets and the couches yeah. with the games and the bar yeah. we need more Play, though. Yeah, they do, yeah. It's really nice though. Um, it's also a, like a place where you go, and I always know I'm gonna see people that I know when I go there. That's why sometimes we'll be like, let's go out, and people are like, you wanna go to headshots? I'm like, no, I'm gonna see a lot of people. That I know. Yeah, and like, I don't want that. Yeah. Yeah, like if we're like, oh, well, let's go have a meeting. I'm like, well, we can't go to headshots because then eight people are gonna sit down with us. Yeah. No. <laughs> Which is nice. Yeah. So, and the really whole. Fun video game bar thing is really kind of coming to its own because like I notice more and more like there's these little bars popping up all over the place that are video game bars because I think people have finally gotten the idea that you know video games and kind of alcohol go together and it's something that like people love and especially because the adults who have the money to spend at these establishments it's something they like and plus you get a, a, a different clientele which I'm not going to repeat the bar that told this to me just because I don't want to throw the owner under the bus because I know him really well. But he was like, look, I love this format because he's like, I would not do any other kind of bar because I don't have to throw out fights every weekend. He's like, I'm not having to throw people out acting ass. He's like, when people come here, they're playing video games, they're drinking, they're having, you know, a couple beers, some wine, whatever, but they're not 
they're not acting the fool and I don't have to chunk anybody out. Unlike, you know, if I was having a sports bar or if I had like, you know, uh, some other kind of bar, which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I always go in there. It's always like really nice. And, and there's never like screaming. I hate going to regular bars and like clubs, especially. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. my God. I'm way too old for that shit. <laughs> yeah. We just went to a bachelorette party. And Ooh, <laughs> so we're girl. sitting at this like club and me and her are sitting at the table. And she looks at me and she's like, I'd rather be at home watching people play Smite. Like, this is the worst. <laughs> It's Obviously, true. we're past that point now, I guess. <laughs> no, do you guys Twitch stream at all? Yeah. Do you guys Twitch stream at all? We're getting ready to start. We just got our connect. Oh, awesome. Yeah. We really want to Twitch stream uh, more just like us crafting, but we kind of want to do like games Uh-oh. sometimes. So, But I don't know how Twitch, because I know you can do Twitch creative. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you can. So I'm trying to figure out if we would need like two separate profiles to do, you know, games one for and games then. and one for that. Or yeah. no, 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 you don't you have just to. Need one master profile, and then you can do everything. Which, personally, in my, for my two cents for what it is, because I've been <laughs> jumping on him and his wife like crazy about this. What you need to do is exactly what you're doing. Like, hey, tonight we're gonna craft. So tonight we're gonna do the craft channel. Or hey, yeah. tonight. I just want to get on and play Halo for two hours or whatever, like where you just get on and do that. Because the biggest thing I've learned about Twitch is consistency, but also just being on there. Like it doesn't matter what you're doing, but the more you're on there, the more people see you, the more followers you get, which in turn turns into more money. Right. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's and, like and the also more being more there, interactive too, because I think very, people are there. They want to talk to you and they want to interact with you and, yeah. and stuff like that. But we've seen we've seen people like uh, do recipes, like cook. You yeah, know, like cook on there. Yeah, yeah. and it's I and, mean, they do all kinds. Yeah, of and, shit on and there they're now. doing their making their muffins, and then they're yeah. looking at the chat window, and then they're talking, and people are sharing recipes, and yeah. like it's really neat because like. Uh, even in the cosplay world, do like a creative section, and then people will talk to you. And if they're a cosplayer, they'll give you maybe some ideas that you may not have thought of. It's actually a really neat tool yeah. for you as well. Yeah, and we pe- have a lot of friends that use do their like um, like they'll pick a costume, they'll let Twitch their viewers pick it, and then they'll build it all on Twitch. Which oh, is, that's cool. Yeah, that's super that's fun. Cool. Well, that's- actually, just to throw Danica another plug, just because we love her so much, she's actually got a Twitch channel and she does gaming, but she does a lot of building. And what she's done is she's got a camera facing her, but she's got a top-down camera, so it's actually looking at her while she's building. So it's looking at her hands because it's going from the top down, so you can actually see kind of what she's looking she at. She could teach you a little yeah, bit too, which yeah. I think has been really neat. And she said that she's getting a lot of following that way because people want to learn how to make these different things and it's just a it's a great way to build up more followers and at the end of the day the more followers on twitch they follow you back to your other projects which in turn get you more followers more like more twitter people and get you more money and the other thing is that's cool is that you can have it when people like like you they can get automatic email notifications sent to their phone and it pops up on their phone so every time you go live they know and that's that's also very useful they the Twitch has really improved a lot in the last couple of years, and that notification thing is really nice. Like, you, whenever we go live, our our followers will they'll get a they pop get up. On, they get yeah. an email, and it pops up on their phone saying, "Hey, 
happy hours live. And obviously, you can put your subjects so they know immediately, all right, if you're doing whatever game or whatever. Like in your case, if you're doing creative that night or doing games, they'll know right away. It's yeah. it's it's really, really grown. And it's not just about video games anymore. It's about creation. So And it'll send you alerts on the app. Like if you have the yeah. Twitch app mm-hmm. and you have them, I don't know what it's called, if it's called favorited or you follow them. Well, you can heart it, like like, yeah. like it. And then and also, if you get to a certain tier of a Twitch, people can actually uh, subscribe, which is called subscribe. They pay four ninety nine to subscribe uh, every time, um, you know, every month or whatever. It's just five bucks they send you. Uh, they can also donate. Like, there's a lot. I mean, it you can start off small and then really grow into it depending on how much. And you can do it at your own pace, your own leisure as well. Yeah. But like Deuce said, consistency is really good too because, like, if you if you kind of can work. I know you guys have busy schedules, but if you can, like, work or maybe start off, like, once a month, be like, all right, we're going to Twitch this night and have, yeah. like, a calendar, it's actually really helpful for your, your followers to know, all right, we're going to be Friday nights at 8 p.m., you know, we're going to uh, Twitch this month and, and then so on and see how your schedule works. And it's all trial and error anyways. So Yeah. Well, we need to get back on our YouTube as well. Yeah, we kind of fell off. I went on that long vacation, and it just messed us all up. <laughs> That's right. There was a – you said something. You were doing, like – were you doing, like, Morgan or something, Dark Stalkers or something? Yeah, she did Morgan. I did Morgan, yeah, yeah. before that. <laughs> oh, okay, got you. Uh, but you, and then you made a post something like "Come back, I miss you" or something like that. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, because she was in Belize. I was in Belize. Oh, that's <laughs> cool. That's neat. Have you ever been there before? I haven't. I actually went with my family. Uh, my parents took us all, and we just went, and it was a good time. <laughs> awesome. Deuce just got back from Jamaica. Yeah, I spent a week in Jamaica. That was awesome. Went down yeah. to Sandals. Oh man, yeah, that was a that was a good week. Yeah, that was a good drunken festival <laughs> week. Yeah. It's fun to recharge the batteries, you know? Like, it's it's very important to kind of give yourself time, you know what I mean? To kind of just recharge your batteries, decompress, you know, unwind, especially when you're so busy and you have all these things going on. You need to have a little breather, so to speak. Yeah. And it was like my three favorite things, things like drinking, food, and then just laying around. (laughs) Like, you need to. So you went to Sandals, too. That's nice. I wanted to ask you guys real quick because – it's cool. We talk about evolution and no pun intended Pokemon. You went from going to the Raichu Pikachu and then you guys did this amazing like I don't know how to describe it to the folks who haven't seen it at home. It's like I would say more like a gypsy Espeon Umbreon kind of thing. Like how would you describe it? Like a harem kind of thing or group harem, of harem. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's really really neat. Describe it to the folks at home that haven't uh, seen your picture of that yet. It's like if they, if, if the Pokemon Umbria and Espeon were belly dancers. Yeah. Oh, like okay. They, yeah. yeah, belly dancer. And when we have some Gajinka. really cool <laughs> scale mail on top. Mm-hmm. And the Chainals. scale mail, um, a, la- a mandolin chain mail, we work for their booth sometimes. We do expo work for them. And they hand make those tops, and they actually gave us those tops um, after we worked with them for so many times. Um, and so they do really They're great just- work. There's such beautiful. a great addition to the costume. I think yeah. it really elevates it. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's that's a perfect example of seeing you kind of grow, you know, and, and evolve, you know, into your craft. And it's it's fun to work with people and, and just that whole family feeling that you get when you're talking to other people and meeting other people and, and just uh well, it's almost been an hour already on this yeah. first episode. Yeah. The time flies when you're having fun, you know, like it's yeah. it's so cool. So we want to pre- we appreciate you guys joining us on the first hour, uh, yep. and um, if you guys want to join us on another episode, it'd be really cool. Um, how do people find you on the internet? Um, Ultra Girls Cosplay on Facebook, Ultra Girls Cosplay on Instagram, UGC on Twitter, 
um, and our YouTube Ultra Girls Cosplay. <laughs> awesome. Go in there and um, send them the love and tell them the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. Yep, yep, yep. So we really do appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to join us on the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. No, thank you. You awesome. guys are a blast. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. Time. Deuce, how do people find us on the internet? You can find us on the internet at hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. Also, you can hit us up on Twitter at hhpodcastshow. Also, facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show. And don't forget to give us a like. Also, don't forget Buck from Retro Game Treasure is coming on very, very soon. And if you want to send a question to ask Buck. Ask the Buck. Ask the Buck. You put that in the title line and you send that to hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. And, of course, when you're on the Twitter machine, there's not one, there's not two, but there are three hashtags you want to put in. Hashtag happy, happy hour, hour podcast. podcast. Hashtag HH podcast show. And hashtag deuces, deuces on the loose. loose. Later. See ya.